Hi there, Peter Williams here. Hey, did you ever wonder how RCR is funded? Well, we're grassroots funded, which means everyday Kiwis contribute to keeping us on air. If you want us to keep bringing you the content, voices, perspectives and a reality check you won't get anywhere else, then please visit www.realitycheck.radio forward slash donate to make a difference today. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Dr. Bruce Dooley is a Philadelphia-born physician. He now resides in sunny Nelson, New Zealand. He holds an MS in immunology and is a graduate of Thomas Jefferson University School of Medicine in Philadelphia. Bruce holds licenses to practice in the states of Hawaii and Florida as well as New Zealand. And he joins us on RCR from Nelson. Bruce, thanks for coming on RCR. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Paul. Thank you very much. And thank you for everything you do and everybody at Voices for Freedom in the radio. Well, thank you for saying that. Okay, we're here to talk about the FSMB and our association, New Zealand's association with it, um, via Joan Simeon of the New Zealand Medical Council. She's the chief executive. Um, and I think you've been paying attention. First of all, tell us who the FSMB are, but you've been paying attention to them for quite some time. So where do you want to start? Well, I guess, uh, I, I guess first of all, the Federation uh, of State Medical Boards, um, initially their symbol was this wonderful uh, eagle holding arrows and looked like it was a presidential seal. But they were um, they were they came out of pretty much nowhere in 1912, a very interesting time in medicine when um, <clears throat> homeopathy and natural medicine um, schools were uh, flourishing and uh, they were basically in competition strong competition to this new uh, field that Rockefeller got involved with, which was allopathic medicine. Uh, and um, then uh, uh, a series of things began to happen. One, the Flexner Report, uh, which wiped out pretty much most of the 2000 medical schools and homeopathy. And uh, and then um, the Federation, uh, you know, basically nobody knew about this, uh, honestly, Paul, I, I I came across it uh, by accident, if you will, with quotes around it, when I was on the board of directors of uh, the, the most rapidly growing uh, integrative or alternative medicine um, uh, in the world, ACAM, American College for Advanced Medicine. We had 1,200 physicians. We had a million dollars in the bank back in the mid-90s, and it's a lot of money back then. And... Uh, I remember that uh, there was a uh, Terry Chapel, the uh, uh, chairman of the board of our uh, said, you know, damn, he said this federation has rejected 26 of our um, uh, of our applications to be you know expert testimony on their new upcoming CAM comprehensive alternative medicine policy, and I I just stashed it away in the back of my head. I thought that was what's interesting, and then a year later, I'm being attacked by my Florida medical board uh for uh <laughs> that was fun I can't go into it. but anyway it was it was a ridiculous uh, as a lot of these things are and I heard one of the uh one of the board members uh the doctor say I'll see you at the Federation meeting in Dallas and I put I went what Federation Federation and it turned out then I decided to uh apply for um a, a guest pass which I got and I went and I watched how these guys did it in, in this uh, five-star hotel in back in 1999 in uh, Dallas. 
And then I went next year, I went to the next one in Atlanta. And then I reported them to the Bill, President Clinton's White House Commission in 2001. I was asked to testify and I went in and I said, who are these guys and why are they why are they uh, having wielding this kind of power with the medical councils? So they have been there to promote a certain way of doing medicine, essentially, since 1912. And is that to maintain a market share for a particular way of practicing medicine? Just boiling it down to, you know. Well, I think I think that th- th- this is an anti-competitive association. Nobody knows yeah. who funds them. Uh, they, oh, really? Okay. Uh, really, we can't find out who funds them. They have a foundation. It's they're they're totally shadowy. Uh, they um, they have three hundred staff in these two massive buildings stuck back in a uh, development in Euless, Texas, uh, where you know you would just never expect to find this. They also have a they also have a. a, a a uh, office in Washington D.C., no doubt, um, and so yeah, they um, they have been uh, they have been very very they were there before any of the alphabet agencies, and and this final report that they put out back in 1996, um, which actually looked like the expert witnesses they used were what they call quackbusters, um, they basically called our kind of medicine questionable. And uh, I, I actually gave you that uh, report at the end, and then they um, said that um, uh, you know they they named all of these agencies: the F- FDA, the FTC, IRS. If you wanted to get your physician, you can use these agencies to uh, take out your physician. Basically, this was a a, a menu, a blueprint that they they put out, and they 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 continually put it out. The last annual meeting uh, was in New Orleans. And this is where they put out the uh, uh, the they did the delegate vote, which was a, a fun thing at the end to watch these guys actually voting on quote unquote law. It's not law; it's a private it's a private uh, society. But the last one they did uh, last year was on misinformation and disinformation. Okay. Uh, yeah, they pushed that one through. Uh, I have a whole sequence that we've been sharing about how they did that. Uh, they they uh, they then went on in 1993 to uh, engage the Medical Council of New Zealand and Australia and England and South Africa and Ireland, or pretty much all of the Commonwealth. They went so, so this to, is an expansion kind of uh, phase. Yeah, they expanded into the International Association. Yep. Yeah. Okay, and sort of like countries, if we could describe ourselves. ourselves in those Commonwealth areas. countries were predominantly in there. Now they've got um, a lot more. Uh, interestingly enough, the countries uh, that were not uh, th- their medical councils or boards, whatever you want to call them, the countries like India, Peru, uh, et cetera, uh, that were not members of the IAM- IAMRA, International Association of Medical Regulatory Agencies, uh, who were not members, um, went full out uh, using ivermectin and had these great results that we were able to see uh particularly uh, Uttar Pradesh uh, in uh, 200 million people, basically their their your, their death rate went down to zero after they introduced uh, uh, ivermectin. So, so, those, so those, saying, those other countries, do they fundamentally have a different way of doing medicine, even though I'm sure the, the regular thing that we know is there, but they've got other traditions, right? 
Mm, yeah, I mean, they, they've been, free, if you will, I, I don't know too much to tell you, too. Obviously, Ayurvedic medicine is a big one for India, and uh, they probably have a lot more uh, native botanicals in, in, uh, in um, Peru. And I know you're thinking ayahuasca, Paul, but I mean, yeah, they have other ones, too. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> seriously, the... Um, Where can we get some? <laughs> the, freedom, yeah, the freedom uh, to be able to... Um, uh, and even in Germany, uh, I've been impressed with the German doctors who, you know, they're they're taught in medical schools like I was. Uh, however, they they seem to have um, a lot more freedom to be able to um, go off uh, and and use some of these things like mistletoe extract for cancer, etc., without getting clobbered. Um, we tried to do uh, we we tried to do natural therapies um, starting in the mid '90s. And, and we were all in the States, uh, we were all getting uh, attacked by our medical councils for pretty much the same thing. And uh, it was never it was never a complaint by a patient. It was never harm. Uh, it was always, uh, you know, doing something that was outside the uh, the common uh, stream. So if if it's a, a kind of a, a created entity, how does it connect with regulatory authorities and influence them then? Specifically, the medical boards, medical councils of the world uh, and uh, the states. Yeah, yeah. state boards I've got here, um, assisting state boards in protecting the public's health, safety and welfare. Yeah, yeah. All of that uh, stuff. You know, it's uh, really um, the, the, my many of us feel that we're dealing with basically a bludgeon arm of big pharma right. and that would be my guess because the amount of money uh they also interestingly enough the federation just fyi they also own the disciplinary data bank of the united states which means that if you get a disciplinary mark by your medical council which they pulled me back in for the same uh offense which was one word in an ad uh, and they hit me with a disciplinary mark. I didn't know what that meant, but that goes into this data bank and it's unexpungable. And if you tried to get a license in another state, uh, they go to the data bank and pretty much it's a black ball. You can't get you can't get licensed. They also uh, get this. This is even more fun. They also are pretty much the major uh, controlling entity in the um, medical boards, the the testing of the doctors in the United States. Okay, so they like the the fox is in charge of the hen house to reduce it to a really easy to understand thing. Um, they 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 can control. Well, they can control, right? I mean, that's they own the disciplinary database, and they they have that much influence. Um, um, yep. If they don't like you, you're gone, right? They don't like me. Well, they don't like me. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying it generically. If they don't like someone, if, um, if they can make it more impossible to to work in, in that yeah. area. Yeah, and what what they do, what, the, what they have in this um, complex in ULIS, we understand from some inside information, is they, they literally are uh, full-time scanning uh, the uh, airwaves, if you will, for any dissent, particularly in this last three years, uh, anything anti-mask, anti-COVID, anti-vax, you know, and then... Um, very interestingly, uh, the the way the systems are set up is that somebody can make a an anonymous complaint, like in my particular case against my medical counsel. There's some guy I don't even know, 
that made a complaint against me. And he lives there in Christchurch, which is, you know, on the other end of the South Island. Never saw him. So you get you you so who so maybe who you know get conspiratorial if you will i mean how easy is that to start um, you know messing around with the doctor uh by just having uh you know so and so joe and harry call up and and all of a sudden you're off and running you know uh and that could be constructed too how would you ever know that that wasn't a constructed complaint well that was my point yeah no okay sorry i should have picked up on that but yeah okay so where does the new zealand medical council come in and Joan Simeon, who I don't think is a medical professional. No, Joan, uh, Joan Simeon is the C chief uh, executive officer right now. Uh, I think she, uh, I don't have it clearly, but she, I think she started in around 1993, very early in a regular, um, you know, um, staff of, of the medical council. And um, in, in 2017, I believe, when uh, I think she was appointed to that by Jacinda. And oh, okay. uh, yeah, something like that. And um, yeah, so we have um, we have a medical board uh, that has um, uh, this C uh, chief executive officer, uh, Joan Simeon, who additionally is also just she's just been announced by the medical council as taking over the uh, chair of the International Association of Medical Regulatory Agencies. So. She is now the chair of that uh, organization, and she, her secretary, uh, is uh, the president of the federation, uh, Dr. Chandri. So now that's interesting. So here we have, he makes a million a year, by the way, U.S. Not, 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 not so bad, and he uh, is the secretary on the uh, on this international uh, board. And Joan Simeon now is uh, the chair. She was the chair-elect, uh, and in that position, chair-elect, chair, and the chair, and the post-chair, they received not a um, not a bad salary. We've we've estimated that that's probably over about one hundred and twenty thousand a year New Zealand dollars from IRS statements that I've sent to you from the federation. So the um, there's uh, and that's in addition to her um, money that she makes, the salary she makes from the the medical council. So we have um, we have this um, this interesting dance between uh, the international association, uh, the medical the international uh, medical boards, and this uh, agency that's uh, in the states, and it's very very uncomfortable. Uh, we really uh, now need to, I mean, and and basically uh, what I've done, Paul, is I, I've, I've woken up a lot of people to the fact that this, that they even exist because they really, really were in the shadows, boy. I tell you, they were so far in the shadows uh, that hardly anybody knew about them. Yeah. So how does um, someone like her rise to that level, do you think, out of little old NZ? Do we know any idea on that? Well, I, I mean... If you I mean, take a look, I suppose they, you know that's what wrote, people want to do. They want to succeed, but you know yeah. we're 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 so small, infinitesimal. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I if you take a look at the past uh, chairs of the uh, international thing, they they kind of rotate them through Canada, Australia, and South Africa. Right. Yeah. So <clears throat> you know, if you've got if you're paying somebody for I think two years as the chair elect, two years as chair. 
And one year uh, as post-chair, you got five years uh, where you've got uh, that medical council uh, kind of, in my estimation, kind of close to your heart, if you will. And uh, really, um, really concerning, actually. The other thing I sent you, which was um, also concerning, is the <clears throat> the fact that uh, in 1993, uh, we had a medical council that was before they um, went into the Federation. And they had, uh, you know, lay people, actual lay people on the mm. board. Mm. Uh, now, uh, the three lay people on the medical council of New Zealand are all attorneys. Um, so that wouldn't be a fair representation, I think, of the public and and um, this last fella, um, I sent you the thing on. He's um, he's he's a pretty heavy hitter. His name is Simon Watt. Yeah, I'm and, looking at his um, his bio right now. And he's a senior partner at Bell Gully. He is the climate change kingpin of New, of uh, Oceania. He was a pharmac advisor, and he was the lead in the Pfizer purchase negotiations. Oh, okay. So he knows what's in the contract. Oh, of course he does, and so so and he's from London. So I'm I'm, I'm saying what? No, he's what, not even a New Zealander. Right. Sorry to say that, but you know they're signing away he's stuff from, for us. You know. Yeah, no. Anyway, so uh, the point is, is that, no disrespect to you. <laughs> yeah. So here we got this super super heavy hitter who obviously doesn't is not there to get the um, you know get the salary for being on the board of the, the medical council. What is he doing there? What is this guy? What is it? What is a guy like this in there? And that's that's, you know, <clears throat> unless unless New Zealand is starting to rear its head, the New Zealand docs SOS, and they want to have a keep a, a firm foot on it because, um, you know, and, and I'm very proud uh, of all of them, all of us, actually, that are fighting this um, campaign back, if you will, uh, against this um uh, you know, the, the foot on our throats. Yeah. So, so is he some sort of a tech dog for them? I have no idea. I'm, I'm just saying that I, I, I think that personally, anybody that with those kind of, with that kind of uh, resume sitting on the medical council, in my estimation, he's keeping an eye on uh, how things are going. Um, the, the, he really wouldn't be there just because he's interested. Uh, that's just my take on it. Uh, I just found this out two days ago when I was preparing for this talk, and I went, "Oh my God, look at this guy!" And um, so, so we have to be, you know, we have to be aware that there's a couple things here that uh, I wanted to say, and one of them is that I think the Federation, uh, when they formed this international arm, they 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 overlooked one factor, and the factor here is that. The doctors who are using medical um, indemnity insurance, Medical Protection Society, um, they are covered legal. Their legal expenses are covered with regulatory uh, attacks like like we're all getting uh, in the states. They're, they're, the way that they crush these doctors is just financially because there are malpractice in the states does not cover legal costs for our regulatory. And so we just, we just, I have friends of mine that had uh, came out of pocket half a million dollars fighting their medical councils to, to keep their livelihood going. I mean, this is the kind of, so, so luckily for us, we are, can fight back without getting uh, completely decimated financially. 
The New Zealand Medical Council, I was just reading a bit of what uh, NZD SOS has been commenting uh, regarding them and the inconsistency that they've displayed by going very hard at uh, certain doctors who were, you know, <clears throat> taking logical and sensible positions on 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 COVID. Um, and um, they've been dealt with very harshly. Yet um, all the other doctors who have been injecting the stuff without even really knowing what they're doing have had a free pass. So kind of trying to work out where they're coming from, the New Zealand Medical Council, with consistency and how how they make judgments, professional judgments. Well, they're there. I mean, for instance, the the end result of Peter Kennedy's incredible two years of uh, being attacked and then going through professional conduct committee, which is where I'm at right now. Right. Uh, we walked away from that, by the way. And, and then um, we and the um, and then finally the tribunal. Uh, after all of that work and, and effort, and can you imagine what the legal bills to him would have been if he if his medical protection society hadn't funded him? He, it came down to that uh, he was um, his actions were were putting disrepute onto the profession. That was that was kind of the outcome of of the whole thing. <laughs> well, that's even that's subjective. For well, start. yeah. I mean. It's sort of laughable, I, I, isn't it? And it's 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 laughable. It wasn't if 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 it didn't affect people's lives so so badly, uh, so so significantly, and uh, th- it would be laughable. But um, they they literally have they literally literally out, operate outside the law. It's like a kangaroo court, and uh, and they're and they have they have incredible um, oh, what's the word arrogance about the the fact that they can just uh, come in and. And and make an accusation and then take away a person's license, uh, 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 registration, uh, and this arrogance, in my estimation, uh, emanates out of uh, Dallas Euless, Texas. This this uh, 110 year old organization that uh, has um, they just by the way the the medical council just got got back from a a beautiful uh, annual meeting in Bali sponsored by oh the okay yeah yeah oh yeah yeah really nice five star hotel. Beaches, all that kind of stuff. Are so, they corrupt? Let's just bareface ask the question. Yeah, I think they are. I, I would have to say that the corrupt being that you are, you know, basically um, captured. Uh, I think that they're captured, uh, and there you have it. What are the ethics of someone like Mister Watt, who presumably knows what's in that contract, and that's going to be a huge deal when there's an inquiry. By the way. Mm-hmm. That's where it all hinges, it seems. All roads point to that contract. And he's on the medical council? Yep. And he knows what's in that contract? Yep. <laughs> he he knows, and Winnie doesn't even know. <laughs> well, it, presumably he his colleagues know too. Yeah, I think there's a... Because no one's that of, tight with the information. Yeah. And, you know, uh, the, the very fact that uh, all of us uh, have been attacked for uh, the uh, using of this very safe... Uh, ivermectin, uh, which is, um, you know, now got a, about a thousand studies that show that it's a, a effective. But early on, of course, uh, it was completely um, vilified. And uh, doctors uh, who have absolutely have the, you know, the legal right to use something off label yeah. uh, were being attacked like I was. And um, I have a feeling that, that that's built into the contract uh, that we that we're not allowed to well, how do we know that the New Zealand Medical Council 
isn't operating to that contract. We don't know. You mean that they know that they know what's in the contract, or that they are their behavior in a in in some way is governed by it? Because I, oh, that's that's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense when I when I faced off last year a year ago. Um, I just basically looked at the, the these these doctors around the table uh, and I said, well, why why am I even here? You know, you're supposed to be protecting the public against harm. Doctors who are, you know, have, you know, addiction problems and all these other things. And, you know, you're attacking me without a single patient complaint for something that I'm legally allowed to do. Or all of us are legal. I mean, I'm just talking about myself, but it was basically all of us. And you know what? There was crickets around the table. Crickets. Couldn't answer it. So I, I thought to myself, well, they're going to such extremes here uh, to suppress this ivermectin. There's the only, the only. Well, well, apparently in the other contracts, I think the Brazilian one, it's in the Brazilian contract, um, that there can't be any alternatives. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's part yeah. of the deal of getting the vaccine in the first place. So, of course, but they can't say that. They can't come out and say that I'm afraid we've signed away the right to use any other medications because the public wouldn't stand for that. Yeah. Would they? Well, the public is, uh, I think the public is starting to wake up that the, that there, that this country has gone billions and billions and billions of dollars into debt to the bankers and for a product uh, that we didn't have, it, we, we can't even see the, the contract negotiations for it. It's just absurd. Just absurd. Okay. Is there anything more to any other questions we should be asking um, about what we're talking about here? Obviously, Joan Simeon's off to a reasonably well-paid little gig to go with everything else, rewarded for all those years in public management, nothing to do with medicine necessarily. And I guess um, for as long as the contract needs defending, their man, Mr. Watts, sitting, sitting right there, um, who needs uh, lay people when you've got people like him and others uh, uh, sitting yeah. around um i mean what what needs to happen now do you think well i well you know honestly the, at the end of the day we we need to um we need to scrub this um in my estimation scrub this medical council clean they need to be taken they need they need to uh disassociate themselves with this international association um and and basically get back to what you know i i looked at you know as back in the, in the 80s and 90s here, were, you know, doctors, regulating doctors for good medicine, making sure they were they were keeping abreast of things, et cetera. Not any of this political uh, baloney and um, uh, hurting doctors uh, for basically trying to do the right thing, trying to give informed consent, for God's sakes. Yeah, so best to what, just to pack it all up and start again, maybe? I think I think you need to you need to wipe the slate clean and start again, Paul. This is just, I mean, I think there's some. I, I, honestly, I think there are some doctors that work on the board and, and and give their time to this board. They're getting paid for it, but they that they really don't understand anything about the federation. That they don't understand that there's this that there's this um, that this entity that's uh, that's got its claws around the the uh, practice of medicine, uh, so that it's you know, kept in a very narrow range. And, and uh, yeah, and I think that uh, they have they have to understand that these guys are absolutely, their mission is to wipe out 
any uh, any alternative type of medicines, including vitamins and herbs and all these yep. things. It's, um, this has been their goal since 1993 when they put out the, when they, the Eisenberg uh, study came out of Harvard. I gave you a copy of that where it basically um, in 1993, it said that there was something like 18 billion dollars being spent out of pocket by the public on natural uh, doctors and practices. Can't have that. <laughs> can't have that. I can't have it now. And so, and then I didn't even give this to you, but he did a repeat look. Uh, uh, Eisenberg did uh, in uh, like 1998, and that number had doubled. So he was already up to like 30 billion out of pocket, much more than it was being spent in the actual uh, allopathic uh, normal medicine field. So, hence, hence the Therapeutic Products Act. Hence the Therapeutic Products Act. Absolutely. Yeah, it's all tied together. So. And, the, and and the medical council are the local enforcers, are they? In the end, yeah. Well, there's nobody. They, they are. Uh, they are the enforcers of. Um, yeah. And interestingly enough, um, you know, there's other things coming up on their on the agenda, which you know I'm sure is driven by the federation. Uh, this misinformation and disinformation, uh, which has been put through the states, um, they're they're. Uh, they were they were sniggling about a year ago about this uh, coming here. Well, that if that gets put down as a thing for the medical council, then we're in really big trouble because uh, you know how how they get, what they've been doing with the misinformation disinformation business. Well, they're, they're they're a huge perpetrator of it themselves. It seems. I would say, big time. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Get all calling the pot black or whatever that is. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Any politicians listening right now? What would you say to them regarding this? Any politicians, uh, first of all, you have to understand that um, doctors need to be let, uh, uh, they need to be, um, the medical council needs to be held to its original um, uh, promise, which is, I'll read it here to you because I have it here. Our role is to protect you by ensuring doctors are competent and fit to practice. All right. Well, you should need to get back to that. And the rest of the stuff is... Um, is uh, needs to be knocked out. Including Does that some- include uh, promoting um, a, a jab that could be lethal that's untested to their their clients, customers, patients? Because that's essentially what's happened here, isn't it? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, we we were we were we were you know we were taught that we had to do that. You know, I mean, not taught, but we were under the under the gun to do that to uh, tell people that. Now we have a high court case uh, that you may know when Matt Shelton probably, I think, told you about the high court case. So we'll yep. see how that goes with the uh, final, see if we can get a it, it, it seems, it seems, Bruce, that anything to do with the contract is a problem. Anything that doesn't involve the contract seems to be okay. And we had um, an interview with Nadine um, um, a couple of days ago. Um, I'm just trying to think of her, um, uh, Connick. Nadine Connick, and she made the point that the the wealthy New Zealand businessman who got locked out of MIQ, who wanted to come home on his private jet and go straight home, won his case. And he won his case because it didn't bump up against that contract. Everything else that's kind of involved putting the product into disrepute, um, um, uh, indicating any... um, um, responsibility for any harm, anything that goes anywhere near that, even even saying not nice things, is it doesn't get anywhere. So I think we really need to know what's in that contract, don't we? 
I, I think we, uh, we we should have a big party once we open up that contract. <laughs> I, I said to Winston, uh, I don't know if he heard me in the interview, but I said, if, if anyone can look at it, you can. Yeah, I know. I'm the I Deputy Prime Minister. He didn't answer. But, <laughs> but surely you kept he, at him. I think he kept at him, but he's, he's a, he wiggled. He wiggled a lot. He's a that. lawyer. He's a lawyer. <laughs> but in the end, he could look at it. Yep. But I think we that's where the rubber hits. Uh, I'm not the only one, but a lot, I think a lot of people are starting, starting to wake up to the fact that it might all be about that contract. It might be, but um, and on top of all that, uh, we need to open up the um, we need to open up the data. It's yep. it's our data, and it uh, it should. Be well, you, but no, but if it's negative, Bruce, you can't use it because it's a breach of the contract. Ah, oh, geez, it all goes back to the contract. Yeah, you see, you see how the all yeah. roads kind of go back there. Wow. If we base it on on the other contracts that have had releases, like Brazil, some of South Africa, a few other countries, yeah, that's what's in there. Oh. So if it shows any negative data, sorry, breaching the contract. Brother. Well. So it could explain why we don't have uh, the Ministry of Health jumping in and showing Barry the whistleblower is all wrong. Would you like me to give you Simon Watts' uh, connection, uh, contact? You can get him on your show. No, we'll, we'll, we'll give it a go. We'll give it a go. <laughs> he's, a, he's a sharp legal mind with vast experience and uh, in in fashioning BS narratives, I'm sure and he was also he was also the lead in the contract. So there you go. Yeah, and he probably thinks that um, I'm just a, a numpty from Lower Hut, so yeah, no problem. So <laughs> bring it on. We'll we'll send that invite out to him. Okay, good on you, mate. But 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 fancy having someone involved in that contract negotiation in the medical council. That is a surely that's a conflict of interest. Well, I tell you what. It's um, it would it would it would if I was Joan Simeon and Curtis Walker, Curtis is the yeah. uh, chairman of the uh, he's the chairman of the board. Uh, he also is also uh, paid. He's a paid uh, by the Federation through another uh, committee that he's on. But anyway, if I was them, I would be realizing that now somebody's watching, uh, watching them very cl closely. And I think that's what's happened. That's my that's my take on it. Sleepless nights. <laughs> hey listen thank you so much for having me yeah thank you bruce for coming on rcr and uh we'll keep an eye yeah on um, our medical council and also the fsmb who seem to be pulling the strings they're the marionette kind of puppeteers at the top right well uh, there's an awful lot of that puppeteering going on around the world paul yep and we're punching above our weight again again by having people uh right in the inner sanctum of it Okay, so I want to thank you, um, Dr. Bruce Dooley, for coming back or, or, or making your first visit, I think, to RCR. Let's keep an eye on things, and maybe we'll catch up in the new year. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and everybody. Cheers. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Loving what you're hearing? Well, the establishment hates it. And right now, they're conjuring up new ways to try and censor RCR. To ensure you never miss a beat of the hard-hitting news you've come to know and love, make sure you're on the RCR mailing list. Get connected now at realitycheck.radio forward slash email.